Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Yes. You hear the song say, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Yes. Amen. You're going to make it through the darkest night. Yes. Don't give up the fight. Yes, Lord. It's not the end, not the end. Wait and see. It's going to be all right. Yes, Lord. I feel that down in my sanctified soul. It's going to be all right. Yes, Lord, I love Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. If you're coming in this morning, of course, we're an hour earlier because this is Saturday morning manna. And we want to be consistent in the 8 o'clock Saturday morning manna. Um, but I'm here to tell you, Maggie, yes, girl, it's going to be all right. Yes. And we're grateful that the Lord is on our side. We're just grateful that he's our God. We're grateful that he is the God that looks beyond our faults, Sierra, and he meets every one of our needs. My God, I, I feel I, I feel God in this Saturday morning manner. I already feel the Spirit of God 
just moving in the midst of us and among us. I'm just so grateful that the Lord takes the time to minister to our hearts. He takes the time to encourage us to keep moving, keep pressing toward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, I love you, Jesus. Yes, it's going to be all right. Yes, it is. I don't care how dim it is. It's going to be all right. Hallelujah. And you're going to make it. Hallelujah. Yes, we, we don't accept nothing less uh, than you're going to make it. Yes, you are. We're going to make it. Yes, we are. We're going to make it. A life is life, but God is God. Amen. At some point, I realized that God was my God and my husband. Deep was my husband, but God is my God. Deke is in the presence of God, but God is still here with me. Glory to God, I love Jesus. Um, this morning, we're going to talk. Uh, we're on our 17th day of inner healing for the soul. Good morning, Diane. Blessings to you. Um, I, I don't quite understand the uh, Facebook have been doing our sessions offering stars. So if it's on your end, I guess you can find out what it's about and um, uh, we can, uh, you know, make us better. Amen. That's all it, it's about uh, making uh, us better. I'm so glad that the Lord so fit to allow us to see this brand new day. And I'm just um, just happy to know that um, no matter what comes against us, the Bible says that the host come against us. Um, um, weapons form against us. They will not come nigh to us. Amen. So we're going to get started on our day 17. What a blessing it is. How good and how great is God and how God has allowed us to um, just walk through whatever it is we have to walk into. Now we're on our 17th day of um, uh, our 17th day of inner healing for the soul. Amen. I want you to continue to share, to follow, and to invite uh, uh, to our uh, inner healing for the soul moments. So we're going to get started and I know we go to 21 days, but I, I, I feel the leading of the Holy Ghost of God. And I think we'll go uh, at least uh, a full 30 days. So once we get to day 21, um, then we're going to add uh, something else there. I believe God is trying to get us to a place. I just believe God is, is trying to prove himself, Gilia, to us like never before. I, I just believe that God 
God is doing his best to work his will in us, his people, his children. I believe that God has a great expectancy for us and we've got to follow on to know him to get what God has already in place for us. So as we uh, proceed um, um, this morning in our Saturday morning manner, our theme this morning is break the cycle and move forward. Yes, for those of you that have your books this morning, we're at day 17, breaking the cycle and moving forward. The Bible, the scripture this morning comes from Deuteronomy 4 and 9. It says, only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligent. Least thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen. Least they depart from thy heart all the days of your life. But teach them to your sons and thy sons sons. And Deuteronomy 2, when we returned and took our journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea, as the Lord spake to me, we compassed Mount Sire many days. And the Lord spake unto me, saying, ye have compassed this mountain long enough. Turn ye northward. And in our Lesson this morning, dealing with the breaking of the cycles and moving forward. Here we see the Lord says in Deuteronomy 2 that you have walked around this mountain long enough. Now turn and go northward. Can I just address the cycle of walking around the same mountain? My God, yes, I, I won't keep walking in this place for the rest of my life. The Lord speaks to them and he says, you've been around this mountain long enough. Can I speak to you this morning? We have, back, we have to break cycles. We cannot go round in circle in the same place, making the same tracks without putting forth an effort to break the cycle to keep me from continuing, my God, to walk around a mountain that my season is over to be walking right there. Here we find this morning in breaking the cycles and moving forward that the Israelites was considered to be the children of covenant as we are, which is an agreement between two people, two groups that involves promises on the part of each other. Biblically speaking, a covenant is not like a contract that expires, but it is a permanent agreement. Can I say to you this morning that the Lord has made a permanent agreement with us so we can break the cycles of our lives. The Bible lets us know that Abraham obeyed the voice of the Lord and he took charge to what the Lord was saying and he kept 
the charge. He kept the commandments. He kept the Lord's statutes and his laws. And because of his obedience, he, he, uh, the Lord allowed his seed to be blessed. What can I say to us in this manner? It, we don't just want to be blessed. We want our seed to be blessed. Because what we do now will affect our children later. So I've got to make sure that my now lines up with the will of God because I do not want my children later to experience the repercussions of the decisions that I uh, I may I am making now some of our children we're looking at our children be us we're watching our children deal with the demons we dealt with we're watching our children be suffocated by some of the things that suffocated us because we didn't allow them to see us rise up above it and be healed. We did not allow them to see us cry out on the name of the living God. We didn't see, we allowed them to see all of our weaknesses and never our strength. Your children got to see you battle your storms. My children got to see me walk through the impossibility. My children see, was here this morning, our, our daughters will fight our demons if we don't allow our daughters see us slay the demons of our lives because uh, these spirits are transferable. Uh, we, we were born in sin. These spirits are transferable. The things we fought came from somewhere. The Bible calls it generational. It's those things that we don't know. We didn't see, but we become victims of. We've got to understand the cycle has to be broken. If I have to go back to my daughter and go back to my son and say, yeah, you saw me lie in some things that I should have got up. But the truth of the matter is I'm up and you can get out of it too. We have to tell our children, you can't be this way. You don't have to be this way. The cycle can be broken. God said, I will make thy seed to multiply as stars in the heavens, and I will give unto thy seed all these countries, and then in thy seed shall be all nations of the earth, and thy seed will be blessed. Can I send you a memo this morning that God wants to bless your seed? He wants your children blessed. He wants your children healed. He wants your children delivered, because the cycle that many of our children get caught up in is the cycle we have been delivered from. But there are some things we need to consider. The Israelites spent 40 years, yes, they spent 40, 40 years on a journey that should have taken 11 days. When you know God had promised you something and it seems to take forever to come to pass, check to see if the problem is in you. Uh, like Israel, God said, I'm going to deliver you in a few days, but it takes 40 years. Then you need to go back and search it out and see what is taking so long. It was not that the distance 
kept them from reaching their promise, but it was the condition of their hearts. Uh, can I say that again? It wasn't the distance that kept them from reaching the promise. It was the condition of the heart. Can I say to you this morning, it's not the condition, my God. It's, it's not the distance that's keeping it from you. It can be just the condition of your heart. Well, Dr. Hill, what could be in my heart that can hinder my full deliverance, that keeps me on this cycle? It can be the spirit of unforgiveness. It can be the spirit of jealousy. It can be the spirit of strife. My God, it can be the spirit of hate. You've got to find out what spirit is operating in you that's causing you to not walk in the fullness of your deliverance. Why this cycle won't break in my life? I need to look inside of me and see what is it that's delaying what God want to do for me. My God, I love Jesus. See, it was their hearts. God didn't want to make them into a new land. He didn't want to take them into new territory, in other words, with uh, an old heart. And that's what he don't want to do for us. He don't want to take us into new territory. He don't want to push us to another place of ministry. He, don't, he, he just don't want to promote us because he can. He wants to promote us because we qualify. Yeah, there is a man or woman in this earth that can give you an undeserving position, but that's not the spirit of God. The Lord said, I'm not going to take you to a new place and, and, and you take an old heart. The only way I'm going to take you, I'm going to take you because you've allowed me to, to clean and sanctify and purify your heart. So we cannot, he don't want us to take the cycle with us. Because remember, we're talking about breaking the cycle and moving forward. My God, if I'm a move, I got to move in the newness. That was, listen, the, the, the summons David say, Lord, um, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. God, I need you to do something new. Yes, Lord. I need you to do something new on the inside of me. Here the Lord is saying, if we're going to break cycles and move forward, you're going to have to allow me to do something different in you. The wilderness was to prepare them to live in obedience once they arrived in the new place. See, until God can get us to obey, we will. Our disobedience keep us stuck in places we want to come out of, whatever God has said, whatever God has said to, to the direction we have to follow in order to break the cycle. Listen, the wilderness prepared them for where they were going. That place in your life that you thought you couldn't make it through, it was a place of preparation. But Dr. Hill, it was hurting. It was a place of preparation. But Dr. Hill, you just, it was a place of preparation. God used the wilderness experience to break 
them and to humble them because they have become stiff-necked and hard-hearted and arrogant. So the wilderness was necessary in their lives for the preparation of obtaining what God had promised. The wilderness taught them that God was their provider. The Israelites murmured and complained about Moses saying, you brought us into this wilderness to die of hunger. In other words, they were saying to him, Moses, you did not know what you was doing. You brought us out of Egypt to a place that has no food. We had more than enough and we didn't have to worry about anything. So God says to Moses, he says, I'm going to provide for them, but I'm going to give them just enough bread for the day. And the Lord had to cause the Israelites to remember all the ways which he had led them in the wilderness for 40 years. And he said, I did this Israel, I did this Bonnie, I did this Irene, I did this uh, Gala, I did this so I could humble you. I did it. I allowed this in your life to prove to, the, to thee, to know what was in thine heart, whether you would have keep my commandments or not. This is why you're in that place. It's a place of preparation. I got you in a place because I want to prove something to you. This is why. Why did this happen? It happened because it was a place of preparation. The Lord say, I allowed it to humble you. I allowed it to prove to you. I allowed it to deal with your heart and to show you whether you would obey me or not. And he humbled thee. And suffered thee hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know. That he might make thee know, make you know, that man doeth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, doeth, doeth man live. Thy raiment wax not old, neither did thy shoes swell for these forty years. Because I was providing for you. I was providing for you. Isn't it amazing when we're in certain places, we cannot see God's provision. And he's providing. When we're hurting, we, don't, we, we, don't, we refuse to see the comfort that comes in our hurting. When we are sick, we don't see the comfort that eases the pain. The Lord says, I put you in this place to suffer. So I can be the provider. So you can walk out of this place and know that man don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Natural food is good, but spiritual food is better. The Lord says, you're going to boldly say, my God, the Lord is my helper. When I get finished, you're going to boldly say, oh my God, that it is God. It is God. Do you hear me, Peggy? It is God. You hear me, Linda? It is God. Do you hear me, Tabitha? It is God. It is, it is God that has brought me out. It is God that puts me in this wilderness for preparation for my future. It is God that dries up things to show me that if he can dry it up, he can wake it up again. It is God. 
That's right, woman of God, that allows us to be put in places for preparation, places of pain and disappointment, places of brokenness and places of woundedness. Because those places, although they're painful, are places of preparation. He says to Israel, Israel, I'm putting you here because I need to show you. He said, Linda, it's a place to prove to you that I am your God. My God, my God, I, I put you here, Maggie. I know you're crying. I see your tears. I'm bottling up your tears. But when this is all over, you're going to say, it has been good for me. That I've been afflicted. And that's what the writer says in Psalms 119. It has been good for me that I've been afflicted. Because now I know, my God, I've learned some things about God in this place. My God, is there anybody this morning that can say, I'm learning some things about God in this place. Glory to God. I, I, I really feel like preaching this morning. I'm trying to contain myself, Irene, because sometimes when we're whining, we ought to be praising. And we ought to be thanking God that some of the things we prayed for, he did not allow because it would have consumed us. It, it would have crippled us. It, it would have put us in a place, my God, that the enemy could have swallowed us up. Yes, don't just pray for what he done. I need you to pray for what he didn't do. Don't just praise him for what he done. I need you to praise him for what he didn't do. My God, I love Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. So simply put, what the Lord was teaching the children of Israel is the same lesson he's teaching us today. Don't forget to remember, glory to God, the ways that the Lord says to Israel, don't forget to remember the ways that I made, the mercies that I've shown, the times I've rescued you. Sometimes when we come out, we forget we were in. Listen, don't come out and forget you was in there. Because if you forget where he brought you out of, it will cripple your praise. You need a flashback. Every now and then we need to be reminded where we were and where he brought us out of so we can praise him. But he says to Israel, don't forget to remember my faithfulness granted you on a day-to-day -day basis. Don't forget to remember that I rebuked the Red Sea and stood the waters up like a wall. I dried the ground so you could walk across safely. He said, don't forget to remember that I, the Lord, I saved you. I redeemed you from the hand of the enemy. Don't forget to remember that when the enemy came in like a flood, I, the Lord, I lifted up a standard against him. Don't forget to remember. Can I send that memo to you this morning in this Saturday morning manner? Don't forget to remember that he brought you out of that withered place, that hard place, that dried up place. Don't 
forget to remember. Hallelujah. My God, because if you forget to remember, let me tell you something, you will stop praising him. The Israelites committed so many sins and trespasses against the Lord. They served and they went whoring after other gods. They sanctified, sacrificed their children unto devils. They shed innocent blood. Yet, my God, I love Jesus. Time after time, our God delivered them because he is a God of covenant. Out of all that they, they're doing, the Bible says in Psalms 107, and they went away and they did the things they wanted to do. But God, when they cried, my God, I love Jesus. When they cried to the Lord, the Bible says he heard them and he delivered them. They wandered off, but they cried. The Bible says in Psalms 107, and then they cried. My God, I wish I had a chance to pull that scripture up in Psalms 107. The scripture says, and then they cried after all of that, and then they cried, and he delivered them out of their distresses. Oh, if men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wondrous works toward the children of men. Oh my God. After they've done all of this, time after time, like us, or we like them, he delivered them because he was a God of covenant. Can I say to you, he's a promise keeper. He's going to always do what he said. Here this morning in our closing, uh, you have compassed the mountain of crying, the mountain of complaining, the mountain of murmuring, the mountain of doubting, the mountain of unbelief and regression, feeling inadequate and insufficient, the mountain of lack, the mountain of pain, the mountain of hate and failure, the mountain of procrastination, abuse and misery, long enough. You ought to tell yourself, I have been here long enough. I have, as the scripture says this morning, when the Lord says to Israel, you have been going around this mountain long enough. Can I send you a member out there? You've been around this mountain long enough. You have made it a cycle in your life. If you are going to move forward, you have to break your mountain cycle. You've got to determine, I got, have to determine I'm not doing or going this way another time. I'm not going this way another time. I see that this way don't work. I'm not doing this another time. I've been here around this particular mountain. I'm going to ask God to give me the power to break the cycle. Glory to God. So Israel finds out that the cycle can be broken. I say to you this morning, break the cycle.
the course of the series of events or operations that have been reoccurring regularly and leading you back to the starting point and just break the cycle and move forward. Forgetting those things behind, as the Bible says, moving forward. I, I'm, I'm not taking this route. <laughs> My God, I'm not taking this route again. I have taken this route for 20 years. I've taken this route for 40 years. I've not taken this route. Yesterday morning in our uh, morning devotion, we, we said, we, we said we were going to allow God to reroute us. My God, can I say to the, to you this morning, don't take this route. Let allow God to reroute you. That's what the GPS does. Allow God to reroute you. Our prayer this morning is my father, God, I ask nothing from you today. Instead, I want to say thank you for being a covenant-keeping God in Jesus' name. Father God, this morning, we're asking nothing from you instead. We want to thank you for being a covenant-keeping God that in our worst, all we have to do is cry out and you'll reroute us. You'll break the cycle for us. You'll get us to where we need to go. Our affirmation this morning, I affirm that my God makes all things new and I will follow him forward. I affirm today, our affirmation is, my God makes all things new, and I will follow him forward. I, I, I want you to, to, to voice that affirmation with me this morning. My God makes all things new, and I will follow him forward. My God, come on and say that with me. My God, my God makes all things new. And I will follow him forward. Yesterday we talk, talked about rerouting. Today we talk about we're not taking that route. Because we know the destiny of it. Because we've been in that cycle. So we know where we're going when we take that route. But I won't go that route again. I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit of God to reroute me because enough is enough. Enough is enough. So as always, I encourage those of you that have been a part and thank you to those that have already sown your $21 seed to bless this ministry. For those that are coming in this 21 day, be a blessing with the $21 seed. And I, I want you to share, invite, and follow. Encourage your friends to follow uh, this ministry because I'm going to do it until God says otherwise. 
Amen. And these 21 days were almost there. Uh, but I'm not going to stop at 21. I'm going to go at least 30. Because I, I just feel that God is doing something great in the lives of the people that are being consistent and faithful in this ministry. Uh, following and allowing God to do something on the inside of you. And, and as this morning, topic was break the cycle. Break the cycle. And move forward. And my prayer for you as always is. May the peace of God. Enfold you. May the power of God. Uphold you. And may the wisdom of God. Control you. Is my prayer for you today. Now enjoy your Saturday. It's a beautiful day on the outside. Get out there. Don't get overheated. Uh, use some wisdom. But enjoy your Saturday. And blessings to you. Until Monday morning, let me see what our our subject, because Sundays is, is just, I, I do two services on Sunday, so I, uh, it's just one, of, it is my business day. Uh, I, I, our 18th day uh, will be, um, this is your appointed time. So that's what we'll come back to on Monday morning. Uh, this is your appointed time. So blessings, enjoy until Monday morning, 9 o'clock, 21 days of inner healing for the soul. Your host with all the love in the world. With all the world, love in the world for you, Dr. Bonnie Hill. Blessings. Please pray for me. Have a good day.